Welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. Happy first Tuesday of 2022. I wanted to kick off this new year with a solo episode really focused on goals, intentions, and resolutions for the new year, but I'm taking a bit of a different approach and I'm curious what you're doing as you embark on this new year because I don't know about you, but when the clock strikes 12 on December 31st, sometimes it feels like a big celebration and then other times it feels like, okay, I got to get to work. Like a new year is often so full of expectations. We set goals and intentions and resolutions for ourselves. And then a month or two goes by and either we haven't met them yet or we've placed them on the back burner. And then we're so hard on ourselves for letting those in goals, intentions, resolutions go, or at least take a step back. And so in 2022, I'm really choosing to focus on, I think, a series of mantras rather than a single goal or resolution. And so I want to kick off today's episode by sharing those mantras with you. And then I would love it if this resonates for you to take some time and think about what kind of mantra you want to enter this new year with. So the first one for me is so much joy can come from uncertainty. And I chose this one because I don't like uncertainty. (laughs) I really don't. I love control and knowing what's happening next and feeling in control and like, I got this, like I'm firmly planted, you know, like my feet are firmly planted on the ground and I'm in the driver's seat. But the truth is, is life is not like that. Life is full of moments of uncertainty and discomfort and not knowing what's going to happen next. And so I really want to challenge myself in 2022 to look for and seek out and celebrate the joy that actually comes from that discomfort, that actually comes from that uncertainty. Because this is one of the big things I've learned and I want to continue to learn is that so much joy can come from uncertainty. The second one is I am not my fears. And I talked a little bit about this in last week's episode because I am going to be super honest when I say that the last two years of this pandemic has sort of set me back in some ways. Like I am more anxious and careful, which being careful is not a bad thing, but doing so at the expense of sometimes my own happiness or feeling like I'm able to thrive and I get stuck in my fears and I get stuck in my worries. And so I have to, I want to, got to reframe that. It's not that I have to, it's that I want to step more firmly into a space where I recognize that I am not my fears and I am so much more capable than I give myself credit for. And I think you could probably say the same for you. The third mantra that I really want to bring with me into 2022 is I choose to live in my values. And I'm not totally sure what this one looks like yet, but for me, it's about sticking with the things that are really important to me. And so if getting fresh air every day is a value of mine, I'm going to take a walk. If being more calm and centered and figuring out how I can do that is a value of mine, I'm going to try and do more of that. So these are the three mantras right now that I'm bringing into 2022 with me. And when focusing on this next year, on this new year, I'm really choosing to focus on how I'm just going to continue to focus and support my mental health 
in the new year. And I think that's where these three mantras really come from. It's, it's kind of funny. I saw a meme the other day that was like, before I agree to 2022, I need to see its terms and conditions. <laughs> and I literally, I think I sent that to everybody I know because it's so true. Like we don't know what we're about to walk into in this new year. And if 2020 and 2021 has really shown us anything, it's that we cannot predict the future. And so when I tell you, like when I saw this meme, I was literally laughing my butt off because it's so true. We, we just don't know what the next year is going to bring, but I think it can be really exciting um, if we let it. And the last two years, I mean, have really just required us to be more flexible. So maybe I got to add that to a mantra for the next year, just allowing myself to be more flexible. So if you're anything like me, when a new year approaches, I always find myself spending time reflecting on the last year, the highs, the lows, what I learned, when I want to change or adjust moving forward. And really like this one is huge for me because it doesn't come naturally, but also what I want to celebrate. And so focusing for me, at least on self-care as we move into a new year means taking these moments of reflection, like making time and space to reflect. Because in doing so, I really think we can create greater mindfulness and emotional awareness for ourselves. And I think too, like to focus on my mental health or just to focus on mental health in general means that we have to be more intently focused on our own self-care. And the truth is our mental health has a huge impact on our physical health. And over the last year, maybe over the last two years, I've been really expanding my definition of self-care. And so I want to share with you some self-care ideas for 2022. I think especially as we are taking this time, this start of 2022, to focus on our goals, resolutions, and intentions for the new year. So the first one is kind of what I've already alluded to, like finding times and opportunities for yourself to Reflect, creating these real and intentional moments of reflection, whether you do it every day, once a week or once a month. I think it is so important to take stock of our wins more than anything else, because as the days and the weeks and the months go by, as the years go by, I think it's so easy to lose track of just how much you've grown, how much you've accomplished, how much you've shifted and changed and allowed yourself to experience really beautiful, powerful new experiences. So for me, a huge part of my self-care this year has to be moments of reflection. And I think too, like listening to my body more, listening to our bodies more, really consciously listening to what it needs, whether it's more sleep, more water, more connection, more time alone, more time out in nature. I think when we're moving so quickly, And when things change so rapidly, and when we're in the middle of a pandemic that's not over, which by the way, we have spent the last two years, I think, really in a fight or flight mode, riddled with a lot of anxiety and worry and trepidation and wanting to keep ourselves safe and those around us, it's so easy to hold so much tension in your body. And the more tension you hold without an outlet, it really begins to wear on you. I I know I've experienced that. So moving your body, listening to your body, allowing yourself intentional moments and spaces to unwind and to relax. For me, that's got to be a huge self-care resolution 
for, for this next year. This next one is really focused on making time for fun and creativity. And it reminds me so much of this conversation we had with Carolata last year uh, for Seek the Joy Summer, just about taking time for creativity and play, finding hobbies and interests that you love, or if you know what you love already, making time for yourself to participate in those hobbies and interests. Because self-expression and play are just such powerful tools for decreasing stress and increasing your own sense of joy in the moment. So if you're feeling tired maybe of the hobbies and interests you have, or you're looking to expand, I would just encourage you to create a list of five hobbies that you already know you love, five that you think might be kind of fun, and then five that you want to build on or create or dive into and learn more about. And then maybe choose one from each category to really focus on. So many people, when it comes to resolutions and and intentions and goals, so many people talk about gratitude and it makes so much sense to me because diving into a gratitude practice is so beneficial. And I've done so many conversations focused on gratitude on this podcast, but I think an inherent part of gratitude is setting intentions for yourself for the day. So when we start a new year, we always have, at least I have had in the past, big goals and things that I want to accomplish. And those are really important. But in order to get to those goals, in order to reach those goals, I should say, in order to get to the things that you want to accomplish, in order to make it happen, you've got to take small steps every day. And it's about building consistency by taking those small steps daily. So if you can set an intention for yourself every day, It allows you to hone in on what's important in that moment for that day. And it keeps those goals and those resolutions and those intentions at the forefront of your mind. When something feels too big or overwhelming for me, I always try and think about how I can break this up into smaller steps, like small bite-sized things that I can do every day or once a week or once a month to make that larger thing happen. So think about setting intentions for yourself for the day because I think that lends itself so beautifully to self-care because things start to feel more manageable rather than just really huge and intimidating. I've sort of lost track, but I think I think I've shared four self-care ideas with you so far for 2022, but there's probably so many smaller ideas within those larger ideas. But I think the last one I want to share with you, so we'll round it out at five, is really plan some alone time for yourself this year as part of your self-care. So many of us are givers and we're often our last priority. And a big takeaway, I think, from my time away from creating content for Seek the Joy is that I I have often put myself last on my own priority list, and I know I'm not alone in doing this, but putting my own wellness and self-care and mental health at the top of my list for 11 weeks when I wasn't focused on creating content, I wasn't focused on producing in this way, just had a massively beneficial impact on my overall well-being. And then it creates this domino effect. Like once you start to feel more full, once your cup starts to feel full again and you're renewed and you're restored, it starts to benefit those around you too. So it can be like you just schedule time for yourself 
maybe it's one time a week. Maybe it's scheduling an hour for yourself every day. This reminds me actually so much of Tanya Rad, who is a co-host on um, on air with Ryan Seacrest, Seacrest in the mornings. And then she's also the co-host of the Scrubbing In podcast. She calls this Tanya time where she like has an hour or whatever amount of time blocked out for herself every day where she just focuses on herself. And sometimes that's moving her body. Sometimes that's like meditation. She talks a lot about it on her Instagram stories. And I think part of like scheduling this time for yourself needs to be also like you're planning fun and relaxing activities that you're going to enjoy. And part of scheduling time for yourself also should mean if you ask me, like focusing on healthy behaviors, like sleeping more, eating whole foods, drinking more water, like things that are just going to make you feel better. It could also mean going out to your favorite ice cream store and getting a scoop of that chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream you've been thinking about all week. Okay, maybe that's just me. Or like going to pick up a loaf of gingerbread bread, which by the way, I ate way too much of in December, but um, hashtag no regrets. It was delicious. So I think It's about carving out time for yourself to really make yourself a priority in a way that feels really good to you. So if I could just recap quickly the five things. One, moments of reflection. Two, listening to your body more. Three, making time for fun and creativity. Four, setting intentions for the day. And five, putting yourself back on your own priority list, scheduling time for yourself whether that's every day or once a week. So I think as we embark on this brand new year on 2022, I just hope that you will take some time to really focus on and nourish your own well-being and your own self-care just as much as you do those around you. I, I think it's so important to pour into yourself as much as you can to the extent that you pour into others, whether that's friendships, relationships, children, your job, don't forget about you. And, you know, over the last two years throughout this pandemic, I think we're constantly being reminded that we can't take our health, whether that's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual for granted. So in 2022, if there's just something that feels really powerful and assuring and refreshing about focusing on our own emotional and mental health and focusing on what's important to us and how we're really going to continue to take care of ourselves. We often take the start of a new year as like that opportunity to focus on ourselves, but the truth is is we don't need a new year or a new week to focus on ourselves. But when January comes, it just always feels like an opportunity for a fresh start and to rethink our approach to our lives and to wellness and to really, I think, recenter ourselves in the present moment. So I hope that these ideas around self-care, resolutions, and intentions for 2022 is helpful and inspiring. I hope that you consider creating some mantras for yourself as we enter this brand new year. And at the end of last week's episode, I told you all that I would answer the questions that I posed at the end of that episode. And so to remind you, the first question that I had asked is, what is one thing you want to do, be, feel, or experience in 2022? And I've been giving it a lot of thought and reflecting on this quite a bit. And I think, ugh, to be really honest, because I'm always really honest, but as I was reflecting on this question, the first thing that came to mind is I just want to feel 
more self-confident and more assured in myself. And I want to be more, I want to feel more at peace, I think. When I'm making a decision, I want to trust myself that it's the right one. When I'm showing up in a certain way, I want to trust that I can trust myself in those moments and how I choose to show up. I think the last two years has been incredible for me personally, and I've grown and I've learned so much, and I've um, expanded my comfort zone, both professionally with my career as a lawyer, but then also with this podcast. But then I have had moments where I have just felt so unsure of myself. And so the one thing I think I want to do, feel, feel, be, experience all the things in 2022 is just more confident and assured. And I think I'm going to get there. The next question was, if I could pick a word for 2021, what would it be? And I think reflecting back on this last year, oh, I think it's not a word, but it's more of a phrase. And I think it would be heart opening. 2021 was a roller coaster for me. There were a lot of highs, a lot of lows, a lot of loss, a lot of opportunities for me to get to know myself a lot better. But ultimately, like when I think back on this year and I really close my eyes and I try and scroll through January, February, March, etc., I just, it feels like heart opening to me. It feels like moments and opportunities to um, lead and walk with my heart first and head second, if that makes sense, tapping into greater emotion and just being more open. So I think that's definitely my word slash phrase for 2021. And then so thinking forward for this next year and a word that I could pick for 2022. And for me, this, this has got to be a word, maybe slash phrase that captures just how I want to feel in this next year and what I want to experience and what I want to share with the world. I think that word is definitely, okay, it's two. So maybe I'm cheating, but the first one is to embrace more. Like just maybe the word embrace, to embrace what's in front of me and not resist it. And I think part of embrace or embracing means saying yes more. So embrace, embracing and saying yes. I didn't mean to cheat, but it's really hard. It's really hard to come up with one word, but I think part of saying yes means embracing what's in front of you in the moment and it works both, both ways. So I think that's what I'm sticking with for, for 2022. Embrace, embracing what's in front of me, embracing the moment and the opportunities and, and saying yes. I like it. I like it a lot. And it's been really fun hearing from so many of you what words you've picked for 2022 and what you thought of 2021. So continue to send in your thoughts and your reflections either on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere, or send me an email, sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com. I would love to hear what you're bringing with you into this new year and just the self-care I think that you're going to expand on or tap into because really there are so many things we can't control. There are so many things we can't control, but we can control the ways in which we pour into ourselves and the ways in which we focus on ourselves. And I think as we enter 2022, which pretty soon is about to be year three of this pandemic, I saw something the other day that was like, we're about to enter junior year of COVID. And I was like, oh, good God. Like I didn't even think about it that way. But I think now more than ever, it's so important to create a self-care routine or just ways to 
tap back into yourself into 2022. So I hope that this episode, this solo episode focusing on self-care and ways to pour into ourselves and mantras to focus on for 2022 has been helpful for you and something to think about as we enter this new year. And of course, I would love to hear what you think. So make sure to join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We're at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. Um, And if you haven't already, I would just be so grateful if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And then now on Spotify, you can leave a rating as well. So I would be so grateful if you left a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. On Spotify, it's just five stars, no review, but it just really helps people get to know the podcast and what we're all about. And um, I can't tell you how many people share with me that they read the reviews and then they dived in to seek the joy and it was everything that they were hoping. And I'm so excited to bring brand new conversations and episodes to you in 2022 in this year. And I also just want to share with you, don't forget you can sign up for the Year of You virtual retreat. It's this coming week. It's January. 6th through the 9th. It's virtual. It's online. It's hosted by Kelly Collins. And she and I connected in 2020, two years ago, and she invited me to be part of Year of You last year. And so I'm so excited to be part of it again. It's four days of live and pre-recorded workshops to focus on awareness, healing, balance, and just gain clarity so that you can move forward to manifest this year of you. And so my fo- my session is focused all about finding joy through rest, which was a big theme for me as I closed out 2021. And it's an incredible group of over 20 female experts that are going to cover a variety of topics. So many of those topics that you've heard here on Seek the Joy. So I would love it if you would join. It is totally free. The link to register is in my bio. And Kelly, just thank you so much again for allowing me to be part of Year of You. Okay, that's it. I That's all I've got for today's new episode. I'll be back next Tuesday with a brand new inspiring conversation. It is my first interview episode since September of 2021. You're gonna love it. I am so excited about it. I'm tempted to talk to you about it right now, but I'm going to save that for next week. And I just hope as you embark on this brand new year on 2022, you just allow yourself moments to reflect, to integrate, to celebrate yourself and just dive in with some excitement and awareness and everything else in between. So wishing you the best 2022. I'm so excited to get back into all things Seek the Joy podcast and I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday. Seek the Joy podcast is a production of Seek the Joy Media and created, produced, and hosted by me, Sydney Weiss. You can tune into all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying the show, hit follow and leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to join the community, join the conversation on our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. And don't forget, you can actually watch today's new episode and all of our episodes on our brand new YouTube channel. Click that link in the show notes to subscribe and tune in. As always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you right back here next week for another Seek the Joy Tuesday.